With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yo, yo, yo. Anybody out? Is there anybody out there? Is there anybody out there? Crap. Let's see if I can join in. All right, perfect. Wisconsin, how are you doing out there? Let me get a couple more people in here, actually. Give me a minute. Can you hear me, Wisconsin? I can. You're good. All right, cool. Hold on. Uh, what, what are you planning to go over, brother? Yo, Master Mikey. I can't believe you actually put Master Mikey in there. <laughs> I thought it was Jedi Mikey. <laughs> Master Mikey. What? By the way, why am I logged in as learning the law? Let me log out here. Let me, hold on a second. I'll be back.
Oh, wow, I was muted the whole time. Jesus. Donald, you there? Yes. Right here. It was interesting. Donald, there, was a, there, was a, there was another call before before this one, actually. I was just on. They were talking about uh, subrogation. What do you think about that? I think that that's a legal use term. That's legally. I have to look it up. I mean, let me let me just go look at it real quick. I I looked at it not too long ago. Hold on. I know. I'm pretty sure subrogation is uh, has something to do with giving up some sort of rights. So, like an insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Substitution of one of one person or group by another in respect of a debt or insurance claim. Uh, accompanied by the transfer of any associated rights and duties. <clears throat> accompanied by the transfer of any associated rights and duties. Well, I mean, if you think about subrogation, I mean, I, it makes a lot of sense. You know, that's it's like the nanny state defined. It, it seems like what it is. You know, it's like that's that's what we got going on. We got a situation of subrogation happening all around us. Yeah. You know, the Federal Reserve and everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's all separate. Well, the federal the federal reserve is not necessarily the thing that is subrogating us, right? It's not the federal oh. reserve. It's yeah. our own abil- our own willingness, okay, to go in without and use the federal reserve note with, without knowing exactly what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're taking part in something. The sub, we're we're basically, in other words, yeah. When you use the Federal Reserve note, the liability goes directly to the United States government, which is a person, right? A legal person they can yeah. sue and be sued. Yeah. So that's an I guess that's an aspect of subrogation right there. So therefore, yeah. I mean, use use of the Federal Reserve note puts the liability directly onto that one person. Which is the United States government. So yeah, and I mean, people who say that just using the, the the Federal Reserve note does not put you into the jurisdiction, I have some questions for you. You know, cause I you could be wrong. You know, not you, Mikey, yeah. but the the, the yeah. person who believes that just by using the FRN you're not under the jurisdiction. But I think I think you are. There's a symbiotic relationship there. But at the same time, it's not so symbiotic. I mean, what what did you have in mind with regard to to subrogation? Well, pretty much, you know, like it's exactly what you 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 described everything I was just thinking about. You know, it's everything exactly what you just said. You know, I totally agree with what you just said there. And uh, what was I going to say? Um, I pretty much want to get to the point. You know, like we were just talking over there. There was some lady who was talking about a baby, Wisconsin. Do you know who what was she talking? I heard I, I got on the call exactly about some lady talking about a baby. What was she saying about the baby? Um, she was saying something about uh trying to get the father to not be listed as the father uh, for the baby. Something about he was in jail and she was or prison, and he was. She was trying to get him to like, or help him overturn his rights, or something like that. I I didn't quite understand her reasoning for it either. Yeah, I got on the call. Well, 
Well, here's the thing, what he just said right there about the debt with, the, with regard to child support. Like, under the whole, what I found out is that if you lose all of your parental rights, then you don't owe child support. That's, there is literally in California state law that amounts to the same thing, that basically says the same exact thing. So if she was if she was doing something that's basically removing his right to parent, be a parent to his child, then in, in, in essence, under the law, he wouldn't be able li, be liable, okay, for any type of child support payment. Because again, the owner is the one who's liable. The owner, yeah, the one yeah. who owns it. It's like it's like I was gonna I was gonna mention that I was gonna mention the King Solomon story. You know, the one who uh, the the cutting the baby in half. You ever heard that story, uh, you guys? The Solomon baby. Yep. Yeah. You know, the one that pretty much gave up, the one that gave up the ownership got to keep the baby. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool, you know? The one that gives up ownership gets to keep the baby. <laughs> I never thought yeah. about it like that before, but that is pretty cool. That's interesting. You know what I mean? It's, it's about, you know, it's like, what side of the cross are we on? You know, the cross, you know, like the, the whole holy cross, you know, what's the, what side of the fence are we on? Are we on the using, the use of fruct, or are we on the use of fuck? You know, either you're fucked or you're using it. Which side of the, you know, own, you're owning it or you're using it. And I think it all comes down to that. Don't you think, Donald? Um, well, there, and to some degree, yeah. I mean, but for the people that don't know what it amounts to is fraud. It amounts to a fraud. It's not, it's not user fraud. But the the fraud is taking place because of a presumed use of fraud. Presumption, in other words, it all comes down to presumption of law. Yeah, and, and guess what? Congress has never made any law that allows any type of government to presume the law. There are no laws that allow the government to presume. But they do it because we basically can presume it's also it's, we have the freedom to presume that that they have the burden of proof and stuff you know bur- presumption of law presuming that we are under the jurisdiction because we haven't mentioned that we're not you know in my opinion seems unethical to say the least <laughs> Yeah, but we also got to look at that maxim they have, you know, the ones that he who be deceived, be deceived, you know, and and when we go in there and we don't rebut, we don't go in there and we don't rebut what they're saying, then, you know, then I guess we are being deceived. But if we go in there and rebut it, now we now they got a standstill. Now they got a problem. Now they got, now they got something they have to handle. You you mentioned something about due process, Donaldson. Yeah, I like due it. process. Due process. Yep. No? Okay. You want if you want to, we can go on that. The issue about due process is that it has a lot to do with um, property, property rights. Now. I was I was researching earlier in my capsule summary for constitutional bar review, okay, and I came across 
this interesting little part of the document, right, which literally states, hold on, let me, I'm bringing it up right now. I'm going to read it to you. Oh, can can you, send you, me, do you have do you have a link for it to post it on the chat so I can see it too? Or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't. Let me read it first so we can, and then I'll, and then I'll go ahead and post the link, okay? All right. Check this out. It says, the government also cannot take property without due, procedural due process. Here are, the, here, here are the things that may be property for procedural due process concerns. Conventional property, i.e. personal property, personal and property. Thus, the government cannot impose a monetary fine against a person or declare a person car forfeited without complying with procedural due process. You see, property and due process are tightly intertwined. Why? So, so in other words, when we have due, in other words, in order for the government to be to have any type of standing to make a claim against you or me, they literally have to give us due process in order for uh, to, to determine who owns the property and who is liable. Due process is going to be basically the, the measure that, that the courts use in order to determine who the fuck is liable. And it comes down to whoever owns. Whoever and owns. There's be- that's right. That's right. Yeah. Whoever owns. That's who's liable. So when you go in there saying that that's your name, that's your property or whatever, it's intellectual property in some respects, you know, then you're basically saying that, yeah, that you're an owner and that you have property. If you're going in there saying that's my house, that's my car, that's my this, that's my that, you're saying you're an owner, you're liable. It's shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah, good, fuck good, yeah. Good, I like, send me that fucking link. I like that. I like that, actually. Good shit. So due process, again, remember... It, so well, I'll send you the link. We're gonna, we're gonna, this, is, this is not going away, okay? This, this is some, this is here to stay for me, at least. But what, the, the issue is due, due process. You don't get due process if you don't own property. This is exactly what we find ourselves in today. We find ourselves in a situation where the government, the Congress, has already made a statute that says that, that, that the federal government or the, that, that the government owns all property. That all property is owned by the government inherently, which means they're telling you that the, you won't get due process. And p- so many people ha- are asking, why don't I get due process? I don't understand why. It seems like there's a constitutional breach. They're not giving me my due process. Well, because there's been statutes that have been enacted by Congress that say that you don't have any property, and you just are not aware of that yet. You haven't taken control of your securities, meaning, in other words, you're using some shit. You're secured by the fact that you're using something. Someone else is the actual owner. This is, what com- this is why they call it a security. It's called a security because you are secure. You're not. You're not lost at sea. You're secure. <laughs> and you have it. I love it. Yeah, but I will send you the link right now, so that way everyone can have it. I'll post it in the in the chat. It is 
let me see what is it, what am I looking at here? This is the chapter nine of my capsule summary for constitutional bar review. So I'm going to go ahead and post that link and take it away, Ma uh, Master Mikey. Take what away? Uh, the mic. Take the mic. Oh, okay. Go ahead and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was mentioning the other uh, on the other call, you know, a lot of people like, you know, if you look up the word ident identity, you know, identity, you know, identity, identity. Okay. Latin mm -hmm. word, root word, ident, you know, same, same as or alike. So when we go in there, right, and we, you know, they ask for the name or whatever. Oh, is this the link, Thompson? It is. All right. Oh, look at Dark Knight's on the chat. Nice, Dark Knight. You know who Dark Knight is? That's what's up. Of course I know. He's going to talk shit. <laughs> that's, that's what he does. Hold on. I don't know if that's actually the the link. Okay, so what I just sent you right now is, is not the actual Yeah, I see. I, I'm actually looking at it right now. All right, hold on a second. Uh, that's, that's something else. I'm going to actually turn off the link sharing for that. Hold on. Because that's my document. Sorry about that, anonymous raccoon. You're not getting any of that good stuff right there. That's something else. Link sharing is now turned off, so good luck getting on. <clears throat> Let me find out where that's at, though. Damn it. What the hell? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We got Dark Knight. He's chiming in. What does he have to say here? What's he saying in the chat? Mikey is young he and still learning. Uh, mm -hmm. Always learning. Always learning, brother. You know? Yes. Or Mikey is a good man. You know what, due process, bottom line is that um, a dark knight doesn't understand. He, I've been talking with with Mikey, Master Mikey here in private conversations. He actually does know. He is young. But I'm going to tell you something, dark knight. He could teach you a few things if you just open up your mind a little bit. Don't sit here and act like Matt just because he's a young man. He has nothing to teach. You've got to stay meek. Remember this. In the Bible, it says the meek shall inherit the earth. So if you really want to absorb, you've got to be able to embrace the babies, the children, and be like, hey, look, these children have something to offer. You know, these, these youngsters have something to offer. You know, don't just limit Master Mikey because he's young. You know, he's got a lot of good things to say. He's actually taught me a few things. Well, he's shown me a really interesting point about the name. And what he showed me was that the liability, right, falls on the government because it comes down to who owns the name, who is absolutely liable 100% for the name. And it, the other thing was the Fifth Amendment protection against self-incrimination actually comes into play too. When people are asking your name, you're in court, I think I think the thing that caught my attention the most was when Mikey asked me, "Well, who's really liable for the name, right?" And it's it comes liability falls on the owner under common law, 
And when you think about the birth certificate, it's the state that actually owns the birth certificate. That's their document. They created it. You only get a copy. They will never give you the actual original. So therefore, they own they own the copyright on the name for their purposes. So I don't know if that made sense. I mean, hopefully it did. But I this this I haven't been able to locate it yet, so I'm trying to still post it for you guys. Hold on. Yeah, I believe it's about keeping it simple, you know, like you Donald, like Donald was saying, you know, just pretty much go in there and ask who's liable for the name. You know, put the burden on them, let them handle it. You know, to the least common, the least common denominator, like Judge, like Judge Judy would say, keep it, keep it simple, stupid. You know. <laughs> well, keep. Well, let's let's go back to this. Remember when we were talking about recognition, uh, Master Mikey? Yeah. If you go into court and you say, do you recognize me? If nobody in that courtroom recognizes you and sees you as that person, then you, never have, then you can basically walk out, yeah. Yeah, you can like, basically walk out. You could, but it, it, let's say there was a police officer there. He said, I saw your ID. Yeah, that's you because I saw the picture with the name, and therefore that is you, right? And you say, well, that's not me. I'm not the name. I'm just the guy using the name. Or, right. or better yet, or better yet, you could be like, well, how can that picture be me if I'm standing right in front of you? You know. Mm-hmm. But the truth is that if they ask you for any money, right? If they ask you for any money for your civil infraction or whatever it is, then. Now we have a real problem because there is no there no money in the system. The, we're under bankruptcy. We're still under bankruptcy, and the owner of the ownership of all property is in, inherent in the state. So, with re, with regard to the name, if you want to sit here and lay claim to a name and say that that's your property, like intellectual property, then you will be liable for certain things, you know? But the other thing comes down to that, the fact that the remedy is discharging. Notice how with money, with Master Mikey's situation that he had recently, they actually discharged his debt. They didn't dismiss it. They dis, they discharged it. And discharged, I think that nope. that absolutely has, it's a very important thing. Why did they discharge it, Master? Master Mikey, why did they discharge your debt? Well, I believe because um, I didn't I, I didn't go in there making any claims, and I put the burden on them. I believe so, you know. And I think that's how it's, it should be kept simple. And uh, actually, if you look at oh, hold on, give me a minute. Uh, Where's it at? You know, under thir- uh, the 31 U.S. Code 3713, pro- priority of government claims, you know, a claim of the United States government shall be paid first when a person indebted to the government is insolvent. Whoa, did you say insolvent? Yep, insolvent. So what case bankrupt. is that? And where did you read that from? Oh my God, bankrupt! Sir, oh goodness, sir, read that again. Sir, I mean, where did you get that from? Thirty-one U.S. Code thirty-seven thirteen. Woo! 
talking about some heat knowledge, Master Mikey. That is heat. Okay, everybody, I hope you're paying attention. (laughs) That's massive right there. I mean, literally, you know, asking us to become liable for the debt, right, is, in a sense, an act of negligence, gross negligence, on the part of both prosecution and the judge, and the judge, if they allow that shit to happen... You know, I mean that's yeah, that's nobody, big shit right there. Yeah. Nobody rebuts any nobody rebuts anything, you know? It's on the record. They're the judge, you know, they're there to just carry on. You know, Mike, I'm gonna share that with you, okay, with regard to the link that I read earlier. Um I have it. I just because of the phone call I'm under a little bit of pressure here and I can't seem to find it, but I wanna stay with the conversation and not get lost. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to post for the chapter nine link, which I already did post it in there. So if you guys can see it and then in there, then you already have it in the chat. Um, I see truth bugs in there. Is truth bug in there? No. So we just have Georgia, North North Wisconsin, and yourself and myself. Um, why did Dark Knight leave? That guy's on some. That guy's on some. That guy's on some other shit. I swear. Listen, listen. See, this motherfucker straight up posted one, two, three, like over twenty or twenty-five different like texts in our chat just now, and he's like saying, "LOL, you mean tell the truth? You hate to hear. Mikey is young and still learning. Donaldson should know by now. But the truth they right don't want you to know is simple." The white race created America. The white race created America. <laughs> the white race, <laughs> Yahweh, Yahweh God, true chosen people, right? So fuck love, right? It's all about God's will. Like, first of all, let's, let's just focus on that real quick. Dark Knight is, does not believe in love because he believes in the will of God. I'm going to tell you that right now. The will of the Jehovah God, Yahweh, is not about love. It's about obeying. It's about discipline also. There's no, I mean, disciplining, there's some love in that, but really it's about involuntary servitude, okay? But when you're dealing with the uh, new translation, or not, not new translation, but the New Testament, the life of Jesus, it's all about love and forgiveness. Forgiveness comes from the Father, but then you just love your fellow man because it's up to the Father to forgive. You know, like it's not. Exactly. We've been forgiven. You yeah. know, already we don't we don't need to sit here and 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 hold each other uh, under under any like negative pretense. And when it talks about the white race created America, the white race are Yahweh, God, true chosen people, the white race. Right, God's true chosen people. Really, God's true. Really, because if if that was true, Dark Knight, then why the hell, right? Are there so many different colors of people? There's so many different colors of people. You're talking about. So God chose one particular style of people to be what? To be what? To be what? The rulers over others. 
seriously? You believe in slavery? You believe in domination? You are a tyrant, okay? And you need to stop coming into these calls, sitting here propagating this, because you've been, you've been seen. People see you. You've been called out, and you've been, you've been called out straight up on this call, and on other calls too, but on this one specifically. Okay, let's read some more of Dark, Dark Knight's crap. He says, why do you suppose you see so much anti-white nonsense in the Jewish media? Yeah, and guess what, Donald Dumbass? Batman told him that. I used, I used to listen to Batman, too, when I was young in this as well. So Dark Knight used to listen to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's fucking funny. If you, you look at it that funny. <laughs> Huh? If you look at yeah, that's just fucking funny. It is funny. He's sitting here. So first of all, everybody just recognized this. Dark Knight admits to listening to Batman at one point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving forward here. He says, but if you fail to make a claim, then they presume. See that they have the authority over you as a 14th Amendment subject. No. He, he doesn't understand the 14th Amendment because he's never studied bar review material as it relates to the 14th Amendment, you guys. Ask Dark Knight if he's ever studied the, for, to pass the bar. He'll tell you no because he doesn't believe in it. So he doesn't really understand the ins and outs of why the 14th Amendment even exists. Okay? It's... It's really, I'll just tell you what I've read is that the 14th Amendment is what exists in order to make the first 10 amendments applicable to the states. So there, none of the Bill of Rights would actually be applicable in any one of the states if it wasn't for the 14th Amendment. So you sit here and act like you've got all these constitutional rights and shit, and you say you're not a 14th Amendment citizen. So really what you're saying is you don't want any of your Bill of Rights. So you see you're saying you're part of the body politic, you want your government and all this, but you're not a 14th Amendment citizen. So henceforth, you don't want uh, any Bill of Rights, constitutional rights, because you're not a 14th Amendment citizen. You know? And it's not just that, but it's also that you're not... Just because you say... Just because the 14th Amendment made the Bill of Rights applicable in all the states doesn't make you a 14th Amendment citizen. It just makes the law applicable in those states. It does not make you a 14th Amendment citizen, Dark Knight, and you're tripping, sitting here putting out that B to the S to everybody in the chat, especially when we're sitting here talking about liability and who's liable. You're going way off track, Dark Knight. Way off in the Bible on James one eight, uh rejo- you know, the the chapter's called Rejoicing in Trials, right? Rejoicing in Trials. And it says, The man should not expect to receive anything from the Lord because he is double minded man. He's a double minded man and unstable in all his ways. And I thought that was pretty cool. Wait, slow read that again and what what was that from and what's your hit hit us with that again. Alright, hold on again, let me read from it's uh it's uh James one eight, you know, in the Bible and, and, and the title's called Rejoicing in Trials. And it says that man should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, you know, which is the judge, 
because he is a double-minded man, and he's unstable in all his ways. James 1 A double-minded man? Yeah, he is a double-minded man, and he's unstable in all his ways. Hmm. That's something we gotta be careful with, you know. Like, I mean, that's ambiguous. I mean, I'm still trying to, like, Mikey. I'll be honest with you. You are young, and and you have a different interpretation. I've been learning from you, so if you can break break that down for me a little bit more about what you mean by being double-minded, so that way everyone can hear. It's like people say, "Oh, I have rights," and you know, I, you know, for me, I don't, I don't, I don't. In my opinion, I don't believe I have any, you know. So, I, oh, you know, okay. I get it. Yeah. You see I what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Because I'm saying, oh yeah, I've got rights. I'm a, you know what? I'm not a 14th Amendment citizen, but at the same time, I've got these these I've got these guarantees of rights. I've got due yeah. process. You you owe me due process. There you go. Oh really? I I do. I owe you due process. Well, where does the law say that I owe you due process? Oh, it says right here in the first ten. Ten amendments of the really? But did you see the statute that came out of Congress that said that the government owns all property, yeah. and that due process has everything to do with property rights? And if you if the government owns all property, how do you get due process? Doesn't the government get due process? Not you. You don't get crap. You don't get crap. You don't get due process. Neither do I. We don't need it. Actually, what's happening is the government is forcing due process on everybody. That's really what's happening. And you guys need to wake up and realize what the fuck is going on. They're they're telling you, hey, we have to protect you. No, we have, and we're doing this for the larger body politic. We have to give you due process. They're forcing due process on you when in yeah. fact it's the wrong process. You don't get due process. They're trying to make you think, and I think that if due process is something that belongs to us because we have property. You're the property owner. Urgh, you get due process. Yay. But just read the law. You come into court talking about your own property, you're getting screwed. Yeah? Exactly. Hey, brother, um, Donald, Donald, can you take, are you on the chat board? Yeah, I'm there. Can you, uh, can you click on that link I just posted on the last one? For sure. Hold on, let me take a quick look. Read, right. read that, read that, read that, 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 you know, it says rejoicing in trials. Read, read all that. See if it makes sense to you. Rejoicing, rejoicing in trials. Rejoicing in trials. Uh, you're talking about James 1? Uh, yeah, James 1 right here. It says right here, this uh, paragraph says rejoicing what in verse? trials. What verse, though? It says, it says, uh, it says, it has like a little number 2 on it. Just read it all. Read that whole, read that Hold whole on paragraph. Hold Because I got the second link. With the uh, the first one was where you said thirty one USC three seven one three right priority yeah, government plans. Yeah, second right, one. So the, the second one. This other one, this other one you just put in there is from is James one greetings from James. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes of uh, in the in the dispersion greetings, rejoicing in trials. Read that. Read that whole paragraph. It, it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers. When you encounter trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Okay, 
The testing of your faith develops perseverance. Although, uh, I'm sorry, allow perseverance to finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. In other words, keep, keep doing, keep persevering, right? Yeah. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without doubting, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not, be, should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Keep going. Keep going. The brother in humble circumstances should exalt in, in his high position. But the one who is rich should exalt in his low position, because he will pass away like a flower of the field. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plants. Its flowers falls, its flower falls, and its beauty is lost. So too the rich man will fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who preserves under trial, because when he has stood the test. He will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. I thought that was pretty cool. No, I, I, I totally agree. I think I think the perfect part is right here where it's talking about he is a double-minded man, unstable yeah. in all his ways, that part. Yeah. Like being double-minded, meaning that you say you own property, right? But at the same yeah. time, you say that you are sovereign. Yeah, there you go. Fuck yeah, Donald. Fuck yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> Good fuck. Fuck with me on that shit right there, Dark Knight. <laughs> Fucking douche. I'm sorry to be an insulter like that. I don't mean to do that, but honestly, it, it just it just sometimes it's irritating, you know. When when I see truly like how things are working, and then people come in and they try to like say things are not that way, you know, like. You want to sit here and say that you own property and at the same time say you're sovereign? Well, how is, how is that true? Okay, how is that fucking true when, when I have got so much evidence that just to rebut you? But the law itself is actually working against your claims. You know, I think you're looking for beginners in this game or something like that when you sit here coming on the calls talking like that, you know? Like, you're looking for people that you can finagle and get over on. You know, not you, Mikey, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh-huh. just dumbasses in general. But I mean, yeah, man. Like, if you if you own property, right? Well, and you're liable. You're not sovereign necessarily because you're an owner. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may have some rights to that property, some interests, right? But generally speaking, what happens with that is that those rights and and interests fall under thousands of years of tradition of commercial law that have been in play and in place, and you are basically subject to that because you're saying I'm a property owner, and you haven't even you haven't said, look, I'm just using it. I'm, yeah, I, I'm in. I I have it, right? I've been gifted this. God has gifted me with this. So I have this right now, and I'm the one that's on the property. I'm on it, right? Yeah, it's like, you're, it's like what? I'm, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Go, well, I was going to say that possession is nine-tenths of the law. 
So yeah. possession is nine-tenths of ownership. What's the other one-tenth? In other words, it's okay to possess the law, I mean, to possess the property, but the other one-tenth is actual who's liable. That's what, that's what, that's what I think. Who's fucking liable? And the, and the real the real result is is that the government is liable because because all property in this country and throughout the world is basically purchased with money. So, or with paper currencies and things of that nature. So, and all those currencies, fiat currencies, ultimately make the government the liable party. So you don't own a damn thing. Nobody owns a fucking thing. We don't own shit. I don't own my name. Do you have your birth certificate, your original one there, Mikey? Master Mikey? Yeah, the authentic one? Yeah, the the one that Yeah. yeah. The one that was state created by the state? Yeah. No, you have a copy of it. You don't have the original. The copy of it. Yeah, I have the copy of it. You have a copy, right? Yeah. Well, who has the original? The state does. Oh, oh shit. So how the fuck are you going to prove that you actually are the original owner of your name? If the state's the one with the... <laughs> exactly. That's fucking okay. Good fucking shit, dude. Fuck yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, though, man. I've been, I've been thinking about this shit for years, and it's just kind of cool that, you know, that we and you connected, that we were able to actually start chopping it up, you know? I mean, people need to realize what it really means to be the true owner. You know, the true owner. Who's liable, man? There's no property, especially when it comes to homes and foreclosures and things like that. You know, the banks themselves, they don't actually give you a mortgage. The actual, yeah, they don't actually give you the, you know, they don't actually give you the, the real, the, the, you know, the, the ownership, you know, they don't, it's all, right. it's all. There's no, owner, there's no ownership there. What they're doing, see, what's happening is that the bank is acting as an arm of the state because it's called a quasi-municipal corporation, you guys. Let me read that to you real quick here. I've got, I've got some case law here regarding respecting quasi-municipal corporations, and I'll show you how right now every single fucking bank is a, is a quasi-municipal corporation. Check this out. I'm going to read this. Here we go. Townships, school districts, hold up, counties, quasi-municipal corporations are corporations commonly known as counties, townships, and school districts. The common law, all right, I could be wrong. Let me, let me finish reading this, though. It says the common law rule is that no private law action can be maintained against municipal corporations for the neglect of a public duty imposed on it by law for the benefit of the public and from the performance of which the corporation receives no pecuniary profit. So that that's kind of where we need to look into that a little more. But it's my, my specific belief that because of the emergency, the Federal Emergency Relief Act in from 1933 when they put us all into bankruptcy, that the Federal Reserve is actually providing these Federal Reserve notes, right, which give us the opportunity to, to buy and sell things, okay? But what they're really performing is a, a state function. So it, 
their actions become state actions. So in essence, they are quasi-municipal agency. I mean, I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. I mean, it, it makes sense to me. Like, because they're, even if they're a private company, I understand how my private conduct becomes state action. Think about that. If you call police on your neighbor, did you know that your fucking little call right there creates state action and you now become a state actor because you're trying to enforce, you're using police power. So the whole point is, if these banks are using police power to determine whether or not you are, you can, you can, you know, keep your property or not, right, then they are acting as arms of the state. Even if they're in their private capacity, they're serving a state function. There's a state actor. There's, there's some state conduct. In other words, it's, it's something called minimum contact, you know. It's like a symbiotic relationship. I mean, there's the federal government restricts uh, banks, but at the same time, state governments don't necessarily do that. But what they do is they like to kind of follow suit with the federal law with regard to banking, because those particular laws are laws that are solely under the federal jurisdiction. Like some of the some some certain laws, like copyright law. None of those copyright laws are actually under state jurisdiction. It's all federal. This, these are areas of law that are dominated by the federal government. You see? And, and, and property is one of those laws. Okay? So you see here thinking that property law is like something that's beyond, you know, the, the federal government. But it's not. If you claim to be a property owner, you're putting yourself right into the fucking jurisdiction of where the state is going to be able to determine, you know, what's best for you because yeah, you know, they're looking out for the greater interest. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, what you, just said, what you just said right there, you know, it even extends on the lever code. You know, Marsh, it says Article 7, it says martial law extends to property and to persons, whether they are subjects of the enemy or aliens to that government. Subjects, you know. But what you just said is absolutely cool. There's two, there's, you know. Exactly. So, what do you recommend, Mikey? I mean, how do we get out of the situation we're in right now? Because it's obvious that we, as as a people, as a community, in all of our different communities, we're all stuck in, in you know, at, we're at the whim of all these state governments and, and, and federal governments, right, when it comes to banking, when it comes to all kinds of different things, taxation and all that. Like, how do, how do we, I mean, what's the first thing that we need to do to fix, to fix something in our lives? Instead of, you know, I mean, I could talk about this all day, but it seems a little bit in-depth, right? Like, how do we start? How do we start fixing our shit? What's the first thing we can do? It's to give, it's to render what is Caesar Caesar's, to be honest, you know, give up ownership. You know, I, I believe that's, that's a huge burden, you know. Ownership's a huge fucking burden. As soon as we get over that fucking ownership shit, I mean, I think everything rolls off your shoulders after that, you know. You know, I think you just got to start, you know, living, living, you know. Like, you know, we got to, we can't just be knowing all this, you know. There's a difference between wisdom and, and knowledge, you know. Knowledge is knowing and wisdom is doing. And, and what we got to do, I believe, is, uh, you know, we got to start, uh, you know, we got to be living what we preach, you know. We got to. You know, the talk is talk, you know, but we got to, you know, we got to walk the walk. You know what I'm saying? We got to, 
we got to start living this way and uh, and start acting with our staying in honor with our brothers, you know, and 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 I believe that's the way of Yalsi and I, and I believe that's how you become so part so called uh, illuminated Illuminati, you know, staying in honor with your brothers, love one another, and uh, keep it simple, pretty much, and give up ownership. I believe. Right, giving up ownership. Hmm. Now you realize that that that. Before the common law of England, I'm going to be devil's advocate here for a second. Go ahead. Uh, the common law of England came around about, oh, what, in 1066, right? It was, there was some common law there, but right around the Norman invasion, there was a common law that started in England, you know? And so that was less than a thousand, maybe a thousand years ago that this happened. Um, but prior to that, there had been commercial law in place for, for at least three or 4,000 years. You know? And so it's no wonder that we actually have a system built around commercial law because it was around thousands of years be- longer be- than, than this, this, this common law of England. Now, their whole purpose for the common law of England is is to actually take us out of that commercial realm. You see what I'm saying? We're not we're not commercial participants just because we're alive. Just because we're living doesn't make me a participant in the commercial world. You see what I'm saying? And that's what we're facing today. This is why the common law of England is a powerful thing is because it literally lies in the face of not just religions but also commercial law as well especially as it respects the, the right of a jury trial trial by jury you know that thing um, uh, but uh, again like if there is if there was no commercial thing right then there would not be a government that actually owned all the property think about that Ownership has everything to do with commerce, property, and the government owns it all. If there was no commerce aspect, then the government wouldn't own anything. So the answer would be getting out of the whole commerce thing altogether and, 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 and letting heads know that you're not participating in commerce. You're just going from point A to fucking point B. You're not, you're not participating in commerce. There's no property here. There's no property here. I'm just using stuff. If you own, if if you say you own it, then okay. The government owns my property. You're trying to say I own it? I don't know. You got some evidence? Where's your evidence that I own this car? There you go. They're not going to be able to, you know, they're not going to be able to prove any of that shit. How can they prove that? How can they prove <laughs> you own anything? There is right there. You're not liable. Only the fucking, under a common law system, only the owner is liable. Oh, shit. Now we're getting to the brass, brass tax of the whole damn thing. You know, it's like you kind of wonder what the judges be doing on the desk huh, when when, when you, they hear cases. They're probably tallying up. They probably have a tally mark. Hey, let's see who's going to make a claim. Oh, this guy just made a claim. Check check this guy. You know, like they put a little a tally on that guy. All right. Oh, this guy just made another claim. All right, let's put a tally on this guy. You know? <laughs> and I think it's... Exactly. They're the judge. Yeah, you know? What they're doing is they're just... Everyone that comes in saying that they have property, 
that they are the owner of the property. What they're doing is there's a presumption being made, and that presumption is that, well, the person that just made the statement about the property is obviously wrong because all those judges know that the ownership of all property is inherent in the government. Okay? So what they're doing is they're presuming that the person is incompetent to actually defend themselves, and that's why they always appoint lawyers. Yeah. Okay? And they're going to they're gonna basically manage your estate for you because you're totally incapacitated. You think you're the owner. I, I mean, I have to thank Master Mikey for being so uh, formidable, revealing, open, genuine, genuine, and also generous with his um, sharing of the information because through our conversations, he's, he's, he's helped me really understand um, about the, the liability aspect of it. Okay. Now... Donaldson, do me a favor. Yeah, do me a favor. Yeah, can you write your? Can you write the email on the chat board? I want to send you a something that kind of opened up my eyes a little bit too. It's a little document. It's sure. A blueprint. You want my the email blueprint. or what do you want? What do you want? Yeah. Uh, your email, the email, so I can send you the document. Yeah. All right, here it is. Where is it at? Hold on a second. Hey, uh, we're gonna we're gonna kill it. We're going to kill it on Thursday. I think so. Yeah, this is going to be a good call. I mean, it's just you and I on here right now, but, yeah. I mean. That's fine. I, honestly, yeah, we keep on coming back to the same points over and over again, and to me that yeah. means something. It means a lot, you know. It means we have a good understanding of what the fuck we're talking about. We're not just sitting here bullshitting. We're not just making stories up and trying to figure out the legal system. You know, like, oh, yeah, I want to figure this out so I can understand how to proceed. No, no, no. The truth is, you pull out, you don't own property, you let go of all attachment to things that you think you had before. You have to. I did that. I let go of that shit. Did you get my email, by the way? Yeah, I got it. Here. I just sent it to you. Just, just uh, pretty, yeah. pretty interesting. Just so you can. Probably, probably I, I, I got the buzz. I just got the buzz right now, so I'll, I'll check it in a second. But these people, like, literally believe that they they know the law. They know what's happening, right? And yet they they always claim to be owners. You know? They always claim to... It's about property rights and this and that. And, and also administrative procedures. Think about that. Administrative procedures. And, and you have to be injured first. So you have to have some sort of property taken from you. You see what I'm saying? So there's just so many layers to this onion that it kind of hurts to know that, like, all of these administrative procedures that we follow with regard to property rights and, 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 and getting, getting justice or whatever like that all relate to property, right? So when we start making property claims, we're literally incurring the, the, the jurisdiction and we're kind of submitting to the jurisdiction of the state because they're the ones that actually own the property. They're going to protect it and they're going to say, yes, this person has the right to use that property and we're here to protect that person's right. See, that creates a symbiotic relationship with the government, which does what? It creates personal jurisdiction. 
Personal jurisdiction. When you've got symbiosis, you have personal jurisdiction. And that's it right there. You don't own property. If you don't own shit, then the government can't protect shit for you. And therefore, there's no symbiosis. That's it right there, Master Mikey. That's the shit, boy. Fuck yeah, man. That's fucking awesome, dude. I hope people listen to this call. Yeah, you know, you go in there. The first thing you go in there, you know, for the record, I'm here for the matter because there's a mistake. Where's the proper notice? So I may deal with the matter honorably. Yeah, that that whole, that, you know, it's about, it's about, you know, like, hold on, give me a minute. Yeah, yeah, did you, I'm going to smoke a bowl. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Now, the, now, now that, now what I just said there, Don, Don, Donnie, is pretty much what I, what I sent you. You know, it's the four, I call this uh, uh, the four cornerstones. In the four cornerstones. For the record, I'm here for the matter because there's a mistake. Where's the proper notice so I may deal with the matter honorably? And then, what what you just said there, now you're demonstrating your intent. You're demonstrating your intentions, which is also known as knowing. You're knowing. You know the path. You're know, knowing the path. And mm-hmm. and you'll you'll love what I what I sent you, brother. You'll, you'll love what I sent. What, what well, I I'm looking at it right now. It looks like basically like a star of David or a goat. No, it's not. It's actually, it's a pentagram, but it's upside down. Did you did you write that? That was a, a friend of mine. A while that was like years ago, actually, and I still have that on my email. I'm surprised you still have it. I just wanted to send you that. Taking forever to, to load. So. Yeah, a friend of mine sent me that a long time ago, and I still have it. Luckily, um, and 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 that that kind of helped me understand a little bit of what I was, you know, he was saying. And so now, yeah. hopefully, you it makes it makes sense to you, you know. Well, you you spent so much time with me. Oh shit, I'm so tired. Okay, so you spent a lot of time with me over the last like like week or two weeks, just talk talking with me, and you know, just like Charles did, you basically opened up my mind to uh, this whole liability thing, you know, like so. Like, that's the, the biggest impact that you have had on me has been regarding the name. Like, I realize now that if I, first of all, there's two things. The Fifth Amendment is a restriction on the government where they can't make a human being incriminate themselves. And then if I go in and incriminate myself, okay, by saying, yeah, my name is... Now I'm saying I'm the owner of such and such things. So not only am I saying I'm the name, but saying but by saying I'm the name, I'm also saying I'm the owner. Also. Yeah. My and, my and, that that's a key word. Yeah, my. Yeah, it's my name, it's my property, it's you know, it's my shit. Like give me back my shit. Right. Uh, they're, not gonna, they're, not gonna do, they're not going to. They're not. They're not going to do. Hey, they're talk not about hurt. civil forfeiture. Holy shit! Go ahead, sir. Oh my god, this is deep. Go ahead, dude. You like it? I'm. I'm listening. Okay, and you know, an impossible. You know, a maxim of law: impossibility of the law is not yeah. required. An impossibility of the law is not required. That's a maxim. You know, and yeah. and, okay. and we go. You know, the, how can you know the name? The whole thing. You know, it's. We don't possess it in our hands, you know. We don't possess the name in our hands, okay? It's apparently in our head, okay? That that name is in our fucking head. 
So how can I have? How can I give you any? How can I give you a name if I don't have? It? See? All right. How can I give? You know, I use. Well, I, I mean, use I, you're using a general term. To say give you the name means just basically say it. Say your name. In other words, even if you say your name, it's the same thing as saying that it's your name. It's intellectual property. Yeah. In in some ways. But in some ways it's not because of the birth date, you know, like so we have to be very, very careful like that we don't mix oranges with apples when you're dealing with this kind of technology. But I think the most important point to hit home with these people, especially everyone that's listening, is that all ownership of all property is in the state. You don't own shit, and there's a statute that I can fucking bring up that'll fucking help you. It's actually Senate document number 43, and I forget the actual uh, rest of it, but I can, I can easily look it up. I've just been relaxed lately. I've been kind of hanging out, but the point is, I already know I have first-hand knowledge because I've seen the statutes. Now, those statutes could be wrong. But at the same time, if, if the government does own all the property, right, meaning houses, cars, names, um, everything, and we have to get a license to do almost anything, right, we, we're going to license every, all this stuff out, then, then how the hell are we sitting here saying that we are the owners it just seems like it's a contradiction. I mean, am I waking up in an alternate universe here where I'm seeing how fucking dumb I have been acting, saying that I'm the owner, that I own shit? I mean, that's fucking retarded. You know? Yeah. But owner, uh, law fans in here, he's all like, owner, owner, beneficial interest. Huh. Yeah, and, they you, and, and and then they ask you, and then they ask you, well, uh, you know, when you go to court, they, they ask me before. Well, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not that name, then what are you doing here? Right. If you're not that name, what are you doing here? And then, and then I was like, well, I, you know, like I, I have interest, I have interest, you know, I've been using, I've been in, I, I, I've been using that, so I want to meet the one who's making the claim that I made a claim, you know, like. You know, like, I want to meet the one who said that I own... I pretty much want to meet the one who said that I own that. You know? Well, the thing about it is, I think I think it's important to mention that you... The name was gifted to you. You were told... Remember when we talked about that before? You were told your name. You didn't... Yeah. You're not using oh. shit. You're not using that name. Why? Because usury implies someone else is taking liability. Remember that. Usury implies liability. Hey, Reed. It does. So fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, Reed. <laughs> Anyways, usury implies liability. So remember this: if you're sitting here using the name, then you're someone else is liable. You know what I mean? So I don't know how to explain that, but I had a friend just now walk by. And he hit me on the side of my arm and distracted me from my my main focus. So I apologize. <laughs> I can't stay on point like I want to. But it's true, though, man. I mean, like, this whole thing about usury, it implies someone else is liable, you know. 
and and there's nothing wrong with other people being liable. You you do want to be liable for your own actions, okay? You want to be responsible, okay? But when it comes to civil infractions where the government says, hey, you broke a law, you broke this, you know, civil, you broke this ordinance or whatever, so you owe us, right? Well, technically speaking, if there was no injury, harm, or damage to any live living person or man that's there standing there making a claim saying this person injured me, it's only the state making that claim, right? And that would mean that there was no real damage, no... In other words, there's no real, if there's no real damage to any property and you, all you did was violate a statute by crossing the street, how is there any damage to property? How is there any hurt? How are you actually insulting somebody's interest in a property? You're not. And therefore, you're not breaching property rights, property laws. You're not trespassing. You know what I mean? You're not even claiming ownership. You're just, you're merely using, you know, like using the steps to sit on in the middle of a hot-ass day or a cold, rainy day just to get out of the rain. You're sitting on someone's steps. The cops could roll up and say, hey, are you the owner of this? And I go, no. They say, do you live here? I say, no, I'm just sitting here. I'm just getting out of the rain. I'm just using this, Right? They go, well, you have to come with us unless you give us your ID right now so we can run your shit. I say, well, I don't have ID. Now, take me to the jail so they can run my ID or whatever like that. But I was using those steps, you know, just to sit on, right? But I wasn't liable for anything. But they tried to make me liable, you see, through their little search and rescue mission and operation. That's what it was. It was a search and rescue mission operation where they try to find out who I am. So they create this whole lie about liability saying that now I'm liable because I'm sitting on there and they get the right to fucking ID me and run my name through their system and fucking handcuff me until they figure out who the fuck I am, right? And that's just bullshit. So what they're doing is they're using me. It's all usury, okay? I've given them permission to actually run my name through their system. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to take me into custody, basically, and run my name through their system. And how did I do that? Presumption of law. The whole entire body politic, it's presumed that everyone out here is going to identify themselves and be a responsible member of society. And therefore... It's presumed that everybody owns property, right? And if you don't own that property, what are you doing sitting on it? It's a total presumption of law, man. It's fucked up, right, Mike? Right, Mikey? Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's 100% presumption of law. I can't just sit on some steps. Do you want to challenge whether or not I own this shit or whether or not I have an interest in sitting here or not? See? And that's why trespassing law is so important. Because... You're not trespassing on property if you're if you're on the property without the intention to, to to do damage or to take away from the business being done there. You're not trespassing. 
if you're on the property because you're resting? Or what if you just passed out because you were, what if you got burnt in a forest fire, right? And all of a sudden you, you passed out and you, on someone's private property, would you be trespassing at that time? Technically, yeah, right? But you had a forest fire that you got burnt in and you just accidentally passed out on someone's private property. So now you're, are you really trespassing or not? Well, technically, yeah, but did you intend on taking away from the business? No. That's why every time you see a trespassing statute, it includes the elements of intention to do damage, intention to do harm or to take away from the business that's being done there. See? That, see, there's different elements to the statute of trespassing. So, yeah, man. I mean, this whole property thing is, is, a, is where they're, they're screwing us up, you know. So, I mean, actually, I'm still getting grips on it. I'm, I'm coming to grips with it. Like, I don't know about you, uh, Master Mikey, but I'm literally coming to grips with all of this information right now. Like, I mean, oh, even though I've been studying it for 10 years, I'm still just now re- reacquainting myself with it and being like flam, flam, flabbergasted. You know what I mean? Yeah, different, different seeds go at different rates, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So let's... You want to? Uh, was there something else that we were we were talking about earlier that you want to that you want to bring up? Because I think I have I, your. Yeah, go ahead. I actually want to bring up the you know the the whole uh, what you you were just talking about right now. You know, you said, "Oh, I don't have mm-hmm. an ID." You know, um, wouldn't that imply that you need to prove now? They need to prove now that you don't have an ID. Wouldn't it be best? You know, would it be best to just say, "Hey, what evidence do you have that I have an ID?" You see, now the burden kind of. <laughs> You put the burden on them, and you don't have to respond to anything because now you're saying, "Hey, what evidence do you have of that?" You know, it's like it's like these Jews, the gypsies, all these other people. You know, they said, "I'm not a Jew." You know, I'm not a Jew. You know, now they got to prove that they're not a Jew. You know, yeah, and, and exactly. a, unless a, unless they're saying, "Hey, you know what? What evidence do you have that I am a Jew, or what evidence do you have that I am a gypsy?" Bingo, you know, bingo. but these, all these yeah. all these people got killed. You know, because they made a claim. You know, they made a right. oh well, they said I'm a. You know, they pretty much made a claim. I'm a Jew. So in other know, words, look, by making joinder. In other words, like there's this little thing called joinder. You know, like yeah. what evidence? In other words, I'm not a Jew means you want to argue with me. I'm calling you a Jew. You're saying you're not one. We don't have definitive proof, so you're trying to pose an argument. So you're the one causing controversy. Again, it's about shifting that burden of proof back over to the state again. And the way to do it is to tell them, to show them that within their own laws, that they've created oh. laws that take away property ownership rights of everyone. They're, you don't own any property. You don't own any property, including your fucking name. You don't own it. Yeah, I've remember these cops, yeah, these cops, these cops don't, you know, they obviously don't know, they don't know, they don't know the law, you know, they're just taught scriptures, taught scriptures, you know, they're, they're just taught to read some scripts, but um, that's why I don't go, I don't go to the point, to the law with them, I just question, you know, you ever heard of that old saying, question authority, remember that old saying? Yes. You know, we just got to keep it in question more, brother, you know, ask King, you know, and let, and, and let them deal with that shit. You know, because now they're going to call their supervisor and be like, what the fuck? What do I do with this guy? I don't know. I, I never dealt with a guy like this. You know, just, just all you're doing is asking questions and you're and trying to see what the fuck are they. You're, you're trying to come to a meeting of the minds, if you would. You're trying to understand what are you talking about here? Mm. You know, that's the whole reason of questioning is 
you're trying to come to a meeting of the minds. Hey, what do you, what do you what do you mean by that? Or what do you mean by this? What what, what evidence do you have of that? You know, now now you're putting the bur- all, the whole burden is on them pretty much. You're, you're and the whole burden on yours rolls off your shoulders. You got nothing to worry about because all you're doing is questioning the authority now. Like, what what do you mean by that? What color is? What do you mean co- color? You know, like what 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 are you talking about? No. Well, again, if you think about the name, if in other words, listen to this, Mikey. If they try to make you identify yourself as the name that's on the the docket, the one that's supposed to appear, right? Then what they're trying to do is get personal jurisdiction over you because they want you to make a general fucking appearance. So if you're there and they're like, "Hey, is that you?" And you're like, "Yeah, that's me." And they're like, "Okay." They're not telling you that you made a general appearance. But they already they presume that you you know that you made a general appearance. It's all presumption of law. Yep. And a general appearance is basically someone that has agreed, okay, to show up because of their signature or because they got told to or noticed and they just showed up because they were they felt like they were under the control of someone else. It's about conduct, people. If you're not under the fucking control of someone else, then do something different. Don't do the same damn thing. Do something fucking different. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) That shit's hilarious. If something doesn't work, why keep doing it? That's called, you know, like, like, like like Albert Einstein saying, doing something over and over again, that's insanity. Yes, yes. So, uh, what what else is good? I mean, well, we've been we've been talking quite a bit. Lawfan, how you doing, man? Let's see what Lawfan is talking about. Donaldson, he says Donaldson of McDonald's. No greet. He doesn't want to greet me. Ja da 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 da. Coolio, California, AAA. Donaldson deals in. In generalities, okay. Maxim, maxim of law, fraud deals in generals. So he's calling me a fraud. Ad, ad idem? Miller ad idem. Fuck off, fuck off, Mr. Prosecutor. You know first-hand knowledge. You cannot testify, Mr. No se cooter. Go prosecute someone else. The testicles, booyah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking law fan. Castrata muta fucker. Not I. I mean, what the hell is law fan talking about right here? He needs to make some sense because he's, it sounds like right near here, he's trying to like clown us a little bit. He's not really. We're not talking about the prosecutor, law fan. You know, like if you want to sit here and penalize the prosecutor, and, and and act like the prosecutor is like injuring, harming, or damaging you, then maybe you should be filing a claim, you know, with the state bar to to uh, penalize and uh, discipline that that prosecutor. But what we're talking about is is literally showing love to our brothers and sisters and not prosecuting people at all, you know. And it's not the prosecutor. You're not going to say fuck off to the prosecutor. You're going to say, 
I'm here to settle the matter. I'm here to help every single person in this court. I'm not here to say fuck off to anyone. Okay? So I don't appreciate you coming in the chat room and saying talking all that negativity, law fan. Especially when we're sitting here on, on the call propping up um, pure common law, which is showing love. Love over will. Your will is to say, fuck the prosecutor, and the will of the state is to say, fuck you. But guess what? Love yeah, is something that trumps all those. I don't think Lawson would do that. Yeah, I, I believe Lawson wouldn't actually do that. Uh, I think he's just trying to say, uh, what is he I think he's just trying to, it's like if he will be on this fucking law fan, get on, get on this call, law fan, dang it. You make more sense if you get on this Yeah, if you can make more sense if you call in. But I, I see what Why don't you just call in, law fan, man, instead of sitting here talking on the phone, man. The call is being recorded. No, but he's not, he's not talking shit to us. He's not, he's not saying anything. He says, and by the way, law fan, he says, here's what law fan said. I, would, I wouldn't say fuck off to the prosecutor, you idiot. So you're calling me an idiot, law fan. I mean, this is interesting. You won't you won't say fuck off to the to the prosecutor, but you'll try and call me an idiot. I don't take offense to that, but it's it's interesting how you try to be demeaning with your with your language. You see, especially if we disagree. It, just because we disagree doesn't mean you have to be, you know, rude and profane. Like, yes, we disagree a little bit, but let's let's have a discussion. Let's let's come to hey, dude, Kevin. So. You know, once we have our discussion, we're going to be able to come to terms and, under, and to a proper understanding. And right now, what we're talking about, Lawfan, is this, man. Your name. Your name. You use the name in court, period. That's all there is to it. You do use the name. Go ahead, uh, Mikey. Idiot. Uh, it, he said, do you even know what idiot means? That etymology. Now, idiot's not actually a... Yeah, I actually saw that actually the other day. Idiot. Look, look what it what it actually means. Let's see, idiot. <laughs> so Lawson wants to speak legalese instead of just coming correct. I don't Pardon. care about legalese. You want to sit here and talk about what the difference of you know what what does idiot mean in, the, in this term or that term? I I don't care, Lawson. You know, don't call me names. Don't say idiot. Just say, hey, look, you uh, are an outsider to my point of view. If you say your viewpoint stands outside of my viewpoint, we don't see eye to eye, that is better than saying you're an idiot. Okay? You have to tell me that my viewpoint does not match your viewpoint. But to sit there and say you're an idiot, that's insulting. It shows that you have no sensitivity and you're not really taking time to actually be concerned about your fellow brother or your fellow man. Um, Mikey and I have joined forces on this call specifically to actually bring about certain knowledge, certain knowledge, certain knowledge, Mikey. And that, that knowledge is what? About the liability associated with the name and who's supposed to take it. Yeah, but look at, look at it this way. You know, if you call me an idiot, you know, I wouldn't be really getting offended because... You know, I'm not offended. Okay. I'm just. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, because you know, it, well, well, if he called you an idiot, <coughs> what, will make, what, the, what would that make him an idiot as well? You know, because it takes that's why I'm pointing out. Yeah. yeah, I'm pointing out the fact that by him point, saying I'm an idiot, he's he's actually showing himself to be one. Because it doesn't make it true just because he says I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but it just makes him. 
It makes it, it shows that he's one because I'm not sitting here calling any names. Yeah, I know. Not, yeah. The, the only time, the only time that you resort to name calling is when you have nothing better to say. If you don't have anything intelligent to say, usually you'll start calling names. Now, law fans should call in so he can defend himself. Instead of sitting here in the chat room. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, you he this is what he says. He says you have not moral standing, Donaldson. You're a joke. I have no credibility. Well, call in and talk to me about that, there. See, this is this is what they do, uh, Mikey. What they do is they like. So Mike, by the way, he is, uh, in my opinion, borderline COINTELPRO because the way he's talking right now is like he's so dissing me. He's using my name and he's like saying all these negative things like that I'm COINTELPRO, that I'm I'm a joke, and I'm trying to take moral high ground, and and he's I'm I'm a bullshitter, right? See the thing about it. We speak the truth, Mikey. You and I have been talking about the truth this whole time. And now he's finally hung up. Okay? Yeah. Think about I that. I think he probably, just, he probably knows you from, like, you know, the past or whatever, you know. But in the yeah. past, it's like I said, the past is the past, you know. Law fan, you know, like, he's, you know, I believe different from Donaldson. I believe that guy's a good guy, and he's 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 on, he's on the path now. Well, you have and, to understand uh, something, though, dude, is that even in the in the past, you don't know me, dude. I don't, Mikey. You've been. In, yeah, I, I was around five years before you even were here on these calls. I these people know that I know the same information already. The only reason they talk shit is because I put out the same information, except I put it out in a little bit of a different way, and they refuse to accept it because it came from lawyers' books books that lawyers were writing. They didn't want to accept it, right? But it all has to do with exactly what you're talking about. You see what I'm saying? Like, And I was telling them this a long time ago, and now there's just this whole big thing. Donaldson is this. Donaldson is that. And it's just like all Lawson can do to defend himself is try to point the finger. You know. Yeah, it's by the way. Yeah, he's trying. Yeah, I see that. I see that, brother. You know, it's like he just came in. He said, yeah. uh, uh, "Look at you got." He said, "You got no credibility. Look at your talk show history." Like, okay, now he's judging you by your history. Like to me, dude. Like, okay, like you know, you can't. And Alice in Wonderland said, "It, it says something." And Alice in Wonderland said something like, "Here, let me see. Hold on." Hold on. Let's see what's the Alice one. In other words, I have to have a huge like talk show. I have to have all these recorded calls in order to be respect respectable, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you know. It says, you know, in Alice and Wonderland. That's a quote that says, "I can't go back to yesterday because I was a different person then." You know, and then this guy's trying to judge you from your history, and it's like, okay, like you know. Why well, I know Donald Siffin, you know, I, you know, I mean, you had our little, our little arguments, little discussions, you know, we had, you know, but. You know what my talk was- show history is? I'll tell you what my talk show history is, okay? I uh, came out on talk show sharing all kinds of legal information with people for free. That's my talk show history. I came out sharing all fucking kinds, shitloads. 
I, every, I would go to the law library every fucking day on every fucking call, and I would get all kinds of information and just share it. That was my history. And then, all of a sudden, I started being hated. Again, okay? On talk show, people were talking shit, saying they think I get angry or whatever, and I was getting angry because people were interrupting me, and I wasn't understanding how they were able to interrupt. But now I do, because I understand what the talk show hack was about. You see, five, six years ago, zero, 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 zero pound was available to those talk show trolls. So they could hack into your call, interrupt your phone call, and start cutting you off in the middle of your speech, in the middle of your, of your lesson, right? It would cut you off. And I would be, that would happen to me, and I would ask, what the fuck are you doing? And I would get mad. Then certain people on other calls would hear me, and they'd be like, well, Donaldson gets mad. And they would hear me getting mad, even on their call, and then they would hate on that. See? So, and then people would... So in other words, I had all these people basically, basically ganging up on me and making it appear like I'm a disruptor because I'm getting angry. See, they turned my anger into a disruption when in fact it wasn't. The real disruption was them coming on the call, interfering with what I was really truly saying, and then they want to call me the disruptor because I got angry. See, pointing out my human emotion as being the problem. That sounds like a fucking artificial intelligence freak of nature, if you ask me. Someone doing that is someone who has no emotions at all. Not even able to identify with their own real self. Real self. See, because if I was emotional... I am emotional right now, but I'm not, I'm not far gone. I'm not blown. I haven't blown everything out of proportion. Good. I don't know and if you understood what I'm saying. Go ahead, sir. I see what, I see what you said. But, you know, when he was, you know, he, he, if he was saying this all in the chat form, there was only one way to squash, squash all that, you know? It's what evidence do you have that I'm an idiot or, you know, like, or, um, or what, you know, like, you know what? If he called you an idiot, when he called you an idiot, he should have been like, "Well, what does that? You know, now you have give him a question like, what does that make you?" Well, what, you know, like, what about credibility? He said, "Here's what he says: You got no credibility. Look at your talk shoe history. See, he's trying to say that because people talk shit about me in the past on talk shoe that I have no credibility. Just because people talk shit. In other words, he believes the words that other people say about me." rather than what I have actually been providing. I've provided so many sources of information, and he's not even acknowledging it at all. Yeah, you should have just asked him. You should have just asked him the question, what, did you come up with this on your own, or did someone tell you that? And now prove well, it. <laughs> you know, they can't prove uh, it. He, listen, he said, no, nah, I'm sick of your bullshit, Donaldson. Bye. So in other words... He's not going to stay on the call because he says he's sick of my bullshit. But guess what? If it's my bullshit, it's your bullshit, too. Guess, you know why, Master there you Mikey? Go. There you go. Because yeah. you're the motherfucker that woke me up to this. Okay? So now he's calling you a bullshitter. Think about that. Think about it. He's calling you a bullshitter right now. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't offend me, though. Uh, Unless he has evidence that I'm a bullshitter. But, you know, but what are you going to do? Now, see the thing. Don't you find it funny? Don't you find it funny that that law fan is is calling me a bullshitter on your call? 
when me and you planned to have this call, we planned it to have a call together, and, and, and you support, I support your claims, and you're supporting my claims because we're making the same exact claim, yet at the same time, Lawson is not able to actually hear you, me. He can hear you, but he can't hear me. Why can't he hear me? Because he's blocked off in his brain. He's been brainwashed. He also probably is a COINTELPRO agent. I mean, he's probably someone that we need to be aware of as a disruptor. Like, he is not even taking into account the fact that you are making the claim here about the name and the property thing and that we both agree. He should be disputing that point, but instead he's sitting here fucking nitpicking about my personal defects and shit. You know, like, that says a lot about law firms. Not, not only that, but he's not, not only that. Not only that, but he's not getting on the call. You know, I, I really don't give a fuck what. It's all hearsay. It's all until I hear his voice. You know, until then, yeah. Yeah, it's all hearsay. I don't give a fuck what he has to say on the chat for. It doesn't offend me. You know. Here's how Law found. Here's how he sounds though. If you ever hear Law found on the call, he sounds. He usually sounds like this. Here we go. Right. Oh, mate. I. You know. Hello. How are you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you, mate? Oh, fuck that Donaldson. Fuck Donaldson. is a fucking Don- Donald Duck. <laughs> Donald Duck. Hey, uh, did you take a look? At, did you take a look at that 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 shit I sent you? Which shit? The the email the the mail the that one uh the star diagram. Hmm. Actually, you sent it to my uh, my phone, right? Directly to my phone, right? Yeah. You no. Did, the, uh, did you take a look at it? Actually, where did you send that to? The to your email. Right? To your mail. To e- uh, mail. Okay. Hold on. I did see it, but I don't know why I fucking can't find it right now. Is it in my mail for Instagram, or is it in my mail for? Your mail, your the one you sent, the one I told you, hey, send me your email address. You send me okay. uh, second second son of Donald yeah. at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me see. I don't, I don't know why it's not coming up, but here it is. Oh, it looks like I got some Amicus Curie stuff here. Is that from yeah. you? Yeah. Nice. Is that what you were asking about? Yeah. Okay, so you got it. I have a friend's request. I have a request for, to to see chapter nine, right? Apparently, yeah. they won't let you see it. So let me go ahead and share and export. Link sharing's on for that one. Um, let me check this other one here. Okay, in the matter of check this, brother. All right, yeah, it wasn't even opening. Okay, finally, the motherfucking thing opened. Okay, here I have it now. Yeah, wow. Okay, so it says, Judge Mason, or forensics, issues order to the civilian paramilitary troops and kickstarts. The government apparatus. The government apparatus, right. Yeah. So, for for the record, you know, you go into court for the record, right? Then you go to the next... Then you go to the next one, uh, water, you know. First, that's the spirit. Yeah. Now we go to the water side. Water. Military, government, and martial law, right? You will be prosecuted yeah. if you are deceased. 
I mean, I'll look at this and I'll, I'll check it out later. This is, I mean, this is this is good stuff here. You will be prosecuted if you are deceived or defending you are at war. Claim upon name is controversy, act of war. Right, well, the reason why claim upon name is controversy and act of war, right, is because you're saying you own it, that's your name, when in fact it's not your name. Yeah. It's the government's exactly. name. In other words, you're just using it, and you're saying that you can fucking pay a debt. How the fuck can you pay a debt? You're trying to say you own some property. Dude, I'm telling you, this is why you're telling me to let go of the, this whole intellect thing, and I'm saying no. It's only through my use of the intellect that I'm able to to see the game. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm, happening. Like, I'm not saying let, let go of the whole, you know, like forget knowing shit, you know. I'm not saying that, you know. I'm just yeah. like saying, like, I, it's cool to know the external outlook of everything, but also know the internal outlook of everything, you know. Now you get both sides. You get the best yeah. of both worlds. Oh, I do. I mean, I, I, I honestly feel really good right now, you know, about about uh, where uh, the direction of whatever we're building, you know, like, I think I think the grid work, the energetic grid work of what we are building is pretty cool. You know, it's like, it's something that's, that's allowing, that's going to allow a lot of other people to actually jump on this, the same understanding. This concept of that, that ownership, first of all, Ownership of all property. Property rights, property is a commercial thing. Okay, if people cannot understand that owning property is a commercial thing, then I don't know what the fuck or how to convince them. See, they need to understand that first. You can't be sovereign and sit here and say that you own property at the same time. It's just not going to happen. You're unstable. You're double-minded. Yeah, you're unstable. If you do that, double-minded, exactly. Yeah. Go, go. Read that scripture again, so so that people can hear that scripture about double-mindedness. Look that up. It was uh, wasn't it James? The book of James. Yeah, it's one. Yeah, I got it. Right. One nineteen or one fifteen or something. Yeah, I got I got it right here. It says, "The man should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. The Lord is a state. The Lord, the Lord in the Bible, I believe." The Lord is a state. That's that's what the Lord means, in my opinion. The Lord is a state. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Yep. And that's uh, James 1-8. Read that again. Read that again for me. That man... Okay. In, in James 1-7, it says, That man should not expect... To receive anything, the Lord in in my uh, the way I I see things, it's the state. Okay. Okay. Just just read it. Don't give me your interpretation. Just read the whole thing straight through from beginning to end where you were going. That okay. That man should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man and unstable in all his ways. So what man? Go. Can you read a little bit ahead of that? What man is it talking about? Okay. The brother in humble circumstance should exult in his high position, but the one who is rich should exult his low position, because he will pass away like a flower of the field. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant, its flower falls and its beauty is lost. So so too the rich man will fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, 
he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. We got we got to walk with the path the path of faith a little bit. Here. That's awesome, man. I mean, yeah, like it's it's about saying basically, yeah, like I don't own I don't own anything. Like this is all God's property. Like understanding how not even not just this, but you're not even you don't even own your fucking body. You know, and this is and this is my this is my whole problem right now. This is this is how this whole country is going fucked up right now. Excuse my French. It's that because we don't own anything, there is no due process that is owed to us. You see, we they don't owe us due process, but they keep trying to force due process onto us, and I think that's the problem. And this is the this has been the whole. 180 degree mind fuck on talk show and every other fucking in, internet call that's talking about patriotism, real patriotism. They keep on trying to talk about due process. How we need to get due process. We all should get due process. Don't you think you need due process? And I'm like, now realizing, no, we don't. Because if you only really, really, really need due process if you're trying to secure a property right. But I mean, you might, you, but you might need due process to prove that you don't own the property. See, and that's my main concern right there is that they're not giving due process because they don't want to, the courts don't want to show who really owns anything. That's why no one gets due process because the courts refuse to show where ownership really lies. They don't want to reveal to people that it actually lies with the government. Although they've already done that in statute and they've revealed it within the, the code books, right? But to actually put that out there and make it public for people, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty sure maybe, maybe, they've, maybe they've done it already, Mike, you know? But. Yeah, I mean, they say, they like to, a lot of people, I hear a lot of people say is, they don't tell us anything. They they don't you know it's all out there for us to see and and and, and hear you know it's, yeah uh, you know you know and, and I believe you know they tell us it's just that we're not we're not looking at it at a straight point we're looking at it at a different I don't think so yeah you know yeah I mean they do they do actually tell us and remember what you said earlier today about that that one judge that you spoke to or whatever or that said that she was all about love she, what was that sign you said you posted something it was like a never grow up. never grow Never grow up. Yeah, that was yeah. Never grow up. Yeah, you posted that yeah. on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. And and the judge said because never grow up because and what it meant to her was that you should just always be loving, right? Always show love. Always show love. Yeah. Yeah. And if the judge, if the judge, if the judge and I agree, then I guess that's true. You know, if one or more two gather, the two shall be there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's a very good point. Excellent uh-huh. point right there. Mm-hmm. That's good. Very, very good. Yep. That's why well, that's why that's why Peter Pan never grew up. You know, he didn't want to grow up. He said, Fuck no, I'm not growing up. <laughs> I mean that's another good analogy. I need <laughs> I need to actually get out of here and go get some food. I'm hungry. Uh um, here. Same here, brother. <laughs> so, this great, great call. Really appreciated you doing the call tonight. It's too bad we didn't get a couple more listeners on, but maybe next time, right? Hey, hey, look it. We got at least we got two listeners, raw fan in here, you know, and late, you know, they're gonna see that me and you are, you know, they're gonna start thinking different, you know, like 
they're going to start thinking different. And when we start doing this talk show on Thursday, <coughs> um, I think it's going to it's going to hit it's going to hit home run. I think I, I hope so. You know, I want to take no, yeah. Fuck it. You know, excuse my language. I, I hate to insult the sister, but you know the way she the way she puts it out to people. I just mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that. I, I want people to be free. I want people to feel like you know they they're you know they they have they have the power of the authority. You know, I don't, I'm not sure, but I I just want yes. people to feel that they have the right uh the right thing in their heart. I want them to feel right in their heart, and I don't want them to be getting uh getting bamboozled by Angela. Oh, you gotta pay me this much uh, because I know this, or because I know that. You know, like exactly, I exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, not just that, but you're giving an alternative viewpoint. And uh, I know that I, I know that you want to challenge Angela, but honestly, I feel like you're just giving an alternative viewpoint. You know, uh, to 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 what a lot of those people are saying. But you have something special to say, and I I'll tell you what, I'm I'm willing to help you promote this. Because I feel like it actually does contribute to my common law purpose. You know, the the whole purpose for me uh, studying law is to actually share this good knowledge with people. And this whole thing about the name and taking liability, well, that does relate to the family purpose doctrine, which is a common law thing, you know, where the father takes the liability Okay, it has to do with parents' patrie, and we can go into detail about those different subjects when we get on these, uh, you know, the calls in the future. And I think I think people are going to be super interested in it, man. I mean, we just got we we have found and discovered a way to actually tie it all kind of together, you know. And and uh, this is this is cool. We got two people that understand the CI to I and got consensus on a subject matter. That's all we, you know. That's all we really need, basically, with regard to that. So. Despite all the naysayers, you're going to get Charles, you're going to get people saying, I'm a fucking troll, or this and that, why are you listening to Donaldson? But guess what? <clears throat> Your call's going to blow up. It's going to get big. I don't know why, but people love to hate me, but every call I'm on, they fucking love to listen. <laughs> also, <laughs> they want to hear it, you know? It's fucking awesome. I'm like, okay, they hate me, but they love me. I don't, I don't understand this shit. You got a hate and love. You got a hate and love relationship with me. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny, and I do love everyone on talk show. Because um, I can't sit go. here and say that I hate anyone. I don't really know anyone. I've never met anyone from talk show exactly. before. So there I can't, you go. You know how? Can you know, and how can they hate fucking, you if they never met you? How can they hate yeah, you if they never you, met you? Oh, you hate me. You know so much about me that you hate me. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, hey mate, I'm gonna get out of here, man. I gotta go, man. I'm gonna go eat. All right, but, good, brother. Hey, look, great call. Um, do you wanna you wanna end the call before we hang up? Uh, yeah, let me end the call. Actually, let's do that. All right, Dalton. bye everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.